All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, 
inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's Homegirl Vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, sweet tits. How's it going? It's going good. How's your weekend? My weekend was fucking eventful, okay? My weekend started on Thursday because it was my birthday weekend, and you know black people can never just celebrate on one day. We can never. So the celebration started on Thursday, and they didn't end until yesterday, which was Sunday. Mm -hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Four days of celebrating. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It was a hot girl weekend. Say that again. A flaming hot. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it was basically both our birthdays. It's always so fun. Mm -hmm. Celebrating our birthday. So, yeah, we went dancing, dancing. We went dancing. So, we danced on Thursday. We stumbled upon this really cute bar, neighborhood bar. It's nothing like a neighborhood gym. A pull-up, hop-out, air-out. Quick to the crib. Mm -hmm. Close to the crib, I mean. So, they had great drinks, great music. 90s R&B night happened to be the night that we stepped in. Yeah, throwback Thursday. We turned that bitch out. (laughs) Turned it up, turned it out. Inside the DJ, out. The DJ was hugging us afterwards. Like, you Inside guys, out, you're turning you guys dance so well. Yeah. And she was white and she knew all the jams. She knew it. You know, all white people don't know. I was nervous know. when I saw her at the DJ. The Coffee Brown. A lot of, um, is it called Coffee Brown? After the party. After the party. Let's go hey. somewhere and finish where we started. A lot, of, a lot of white folks don't know that. Well, she knew that. So she knew that. I'm like, okay, she's my girl. So yeah, we... um. So that was Thursday. Mm-hmm. Friday we did the actual B day. Friday was my actual B day. We did a grown and sexy dinner. We did. And then Saturday, um, had a little party at a wine bar. Mm-hmm. Wine was amazing. Wine Stop. If you're ever in downtown LA, please go to Wine Stop and visit Alvaro. Cele- so um, so I would say celebrate support. Support. Yes, he's a small business. The wine is amazing. He's very knowledgeable on all of the wines there. He b- has relationships with all of the. Local wineries. Local wineries and mm-hmm. wineries where he visits and gets the wine from. So really good. Yeah, it was fun. We had a good black ass time we, turning that bitch out too. We turned it out. We were in a turnout um, vibe all weekend. This weekend. And then we went to the strip club and turned that out for 20 minutes. Yeah, 20, 20 minutes. minutes. $1 per minute. I didn't have nothing <laughs> else to give. I said, oh, Lord. I took my 20 out, my $20 out of $20 dollars out of the ATM. And I was giving each girl $3 each. I was <laughs> Portioning out three dollars, folding it up like here's your three. Right, here's I was like, three. "Hey, queen, yes, yes." And so yeah. we were really only supporting the queens, the black queens. Yeah, the black queens. Yeah, yeah. Um, no tea, no shade to the others, whatever. Right, but yeah, that was fun. I tucked it in and put it right under her little bra, <laughs> right on the side on the strap. I put I'm it like, in her little G string. I'm like, here, mommy. <laughs> here you go. I'm like, here you go. Go in peace. But some of those men were allowing them to dance on them and not give them money. How fucking cheap. I would be like, you won't touch it. The pay to play. You have to pay pay me before I twerk on you. Yeah. Imagine the fee. Hey, I'm here. I I charge $20. Your money? (laughs) No, you just kind of, hopefully you, you, ooh, that really is a bargaining business. That's like a, you just got to hope they, they come, they came with some money. Yeah. Cause those girls was just giving it up, just dancing. I'm like, girl. 
Where's your I mean, mother? I'm sure they have some strategy to it, you know. They, they What they do is they know who comes in there all the time. And then they probably witness the energy because we were we were we were spending money. So then they Bitch, came. We up, had twenty dollars, twenty dollars per person or more. Hello. Me and you had 20. That's like chump change. The point is, nobody was barely in there tipping. Come on. Okay. So then we came in looking like big bank, big bank take little bank. Okay. <laughs> so if you count up all the 20 dollar bills, we were really making They got about $100. Yeah. Couple songs. Hey. I mean, hey, I don't know the going, I don't know the, the going rate. Culture, the going rate. I don't know what's like cheap. Shoot, because we, it really wasn't even a full 20 minutes. We danced by ourselves for 10 minutes. Yeah, there was a vacant pole. We got up there and was told, get down or get out. Period. So I guess that's not the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Strip club and shit. I'm like, okay, we want to dance too. They're like, not in here. You won't dance like that, taken away from the girls. Yeah, because the men started looking like, are they a part? Of the crew here. <laughs> are, are y'all are y'all going to strip, literally strip from the street clothes <laughs> to your bra and panty or what? Because right now y'all fully clothed on that pole. <gasps> Woo! A couple of us almost came down to the bra and panty. <laughs> we ain't going to say no names. I ain't going to say no, no names. <laughs> but the bra and panty was almost exposed. Yeah, but we had a good time. What it a birthday. A great, time. great time. 31 is I'm here, baby. <laughs> so let's just, you know, claim mm. a great year. It's going to be a good time. My feet definitely had a good time. My feet, my feet. You know, surprisingly, usually my feet have a party of their own. Shit. This year. <laughs> my feet took over. This year, she didn't show up. No. They said, usually it's her feet. Hey, girls. They screamed over to my feet. Hey, girls, throw a party. Germany, throw a party. It's Germany's turn. It's Germany's turn. My feet were so swollen. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. It was a weekend. But now here we are on Monday. Here we are. Fresh off work. Yes. New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. Okay, so this part of the show is where we dish a little tea mm -hmm. about pop culture, things happening, you know, in the world, on the internet. And the thing that broke the internet last week were those damn Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Okay, now, I What's don't... good? Hey, Popeye's was good. good. First What's of good? all, I saw somebody say that those Popeye sandwiches, those chicken sandwiches have been out. They didn't just come out last oh, really? week. They've been out since June. What? So I don't know what happened. The somebody craze. put it on black Twitter. What caused everybody to go up in arms about these chicken sandwiches? But last week, shit hit the fan. P the videos. It's sick. The memes. The R. Kelly. Y'all trying to kill me with the Popeye's hat on. I'm like, yeah, those 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 workers are dying. Bitch, I would quit. They would be. They they fighting. They gotta go up in arms People over the chicken sandwiches. People are going in there cursing out employees. Popeyes employees. I I don't know why. Maybe they ran out of the chicken sandwiches. Maybe. They're not making them fast enough. However, people have been showing their whole entire ass over a three ninety nine over a three ninety nine chicken sandwich, and I just want to know why. Some nigga rolled up to the um, drive through. He was like, "You already know what I want." She was like, "No, I don't." <laughs> he was like, "Damn, I'm trying to just no, get I myself." No, I don't. No, you come correct. They're probably so tired all day. Do you know that I will be on stress leave? They selling I out. would be on stress leave. They're selling out of those chicken sandwiches. They are selling out. Well, it's a mess. I, I rode by Popeye's and the line was out the out the driveway. Like, For, out the I driveway seen that, down um, the street. Popeye's has made $40 million, equivalent to $40 million worth of the free advertisement that has been going on on social media. It's probably well over $40 million now. The retweets, they didn't pay for no... They didn't advertise it because the thing is None. the sandwich has been out. That's what I'm saying. And this is basically about $40 million worth of advertisement. If they paid for something like this. It, that would be the equivalent. Yes. The cost, the dollar amount. The retweets, the posts, the stories, the everything. 
girl Tamar was on live getting her chicken sandwich and recording the workers. And I'm like, why do y'all gotta do all this? It's too much. Just get you, you know that I would be shook. What what are what were the workers doing? Just working? The workers was just, you know, taking her working, being an employee. I'd she be like, was like, ma'am, take me off of your right. your your. She was like, Instagram. look at her. She is frazzled. She is frazzled. What? Because the, these workers are probably stressed. People pulling up, the poor recording them, conditions. cursing them out, getting mad when they, you don't have the chicken sandwich. Can you imagine working in those conditions? I would be like, you know what? Y'all don't pay me enough for this. That's what some guy, he was like, you funky ass bitch. They was going back and forth. You didn't see the girl cussing <laughs> out the guy. He, um, they I was, did. I was like, okay. It was an inside location. Yeah. She yeah. was like, you pussy ass nigga. He was like, you pussy ass bitch. I'm like, okay, the pussy ass. I'm like, just get your sandwich and go. He was like, I ain't got no. She was like, you flipping chicken for a living. He was like, no, the fuck I'm not. Because he was a manager. I'm like, it's going too far. It's going too far. Funny, but the, the pussy thing ass is, nigga. I'm flipping chicken for a living. But you came into my job for what we got. Yeah, they probably said, I'm coming and I'm going. Give me the chicken. But you coming once people in here are bringing, hell. Once people are bringing their own bread. Like, thirsty. Ghetto. ghetto thirsty. Thirsty. The ghetto. Yeah, the ghetto. Y'all let did y'all let us know how the sandwiches are. Get in the Facebook group. I asked someone. I was oh, like, "How is the chicken sandwich?" Oh yeah. And they were like, I mean, "It was great. The chicken sandwich was bomb. It was fire. It was amazing." But I'm like, I don't know. Your taste buds kind of basic. So I asked somebody, and they said it was cool. Chick fil A okay. was better, is what they said. But I seen somebody tried to explain it that. Um, Chick-fil-A is like a black, a white lady who grew up around black people. So they know about seasonings, but they care about your cholesterol. And then the, the Popeyes is just like black, your grandma, she don't give a fuck about none of that. So, you know, uh, though that Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich hits like no other. The spicy deluxe was used to be my thing. The spicy chicken sandwich, the spicy deluxe with no cheese. That's <laughs> what I used to get in that that used to be fire, but I I used to love the um, Popeye spicy chicken tenders. So if the chicken sandwich is anything like that, I'm sure it's good. However, is it good enough to be acting up, cutting up? Absolutely not. Get y'all, get y'all, motherfucker. Hey, ladies, if any of you Mm-mm-mm. are one of the people have who have been cutting Stop up, listening to this stop. show. Stop. We don't stop. condone that. We don't. We do not. We do not condone that behavior. So up next. Up next. What power, y'all. Okay. Power. <laughs> Power's back. So I know that if you're a power listener or watcher, then you've noticed that the theme song has changed. I saw people complaining about it. We're upset. So the thing is. Is he saying the same words? Same exact words. And they kind of switched up the the melody melody a little bit and the beat. So it's kind of like a a slight remix. Remember remember Sprite remix? I love the Sprite remix. You didn't like it? Okay. Bad example. But I'm just saying (laughs) it's Trey Song's. You know, it's just not the same. Joe just, 50 Cent was like, Trey did that as a favor for me. We don't give a fuck, nigga. Work out the details of the deal so Joe can continue to sing the song. We Period. don't care. And then um, um, Tank got on there talking about there's this. Girl, I, I saw said, Tank on, on the shade room talking about, they say this is a big rich town. I said Tank. Um, just so you know, the listeners called in, the watcher, the, the watchers of the show and called I in, and we still want the, the same version. Pie. I said, what the fuck? He was trying to, to make it sultry. I'm like, that's not what we're going for. You done take Tank and made it Anthony Hamilton. 
<laughs> they can't. What was that? Charlene. They say this exactly. is a big rick tap. That's exactly how you took it. I'm like, nigga, there's a certain essence that Joe brings to it. And it also could be that's the original. That's, that's what we know. That's because that's just what y'all know. And that's what you have familiarity but with. But it bangs. They say this is a big rich, rich town. town. Yeah. <laughs> I just come from the forest pond. I gotta listen to it. Bright light um, city life. I still I haven't started it. watching Power, but I'm going to. I've have it. I have it on my calendar to watch. Oh, they're flipping the table. They came in first episode, shaking the table. How many episodes Sh- is in the new season? I don't know yet. I don't know, but it's the first episode. In, I mean, the um, first season only had eight episodes. That's totally doable. You can watch that in one week, literally one episode a night. So that's your that's your challenge. Oh, my homework. That's your homework. It's only one. It's only eight episodes. Come on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But they they're they're shaking the table, ladies. You know if you know. You know if you know. I saw people saying the table was being shaken. Um. So I'm gonna just forget everything that people are talking about. Oh uh, yeah, cause you seeing all the. That's why I don't be doing that. <sighs> if I don't catch it while it's hot, then. <laughs> I don't catch it. Okay. Well, just tap in. But yeah, theme song. Did you see the DMX challenge? Yeah, I seen it. So, Black people, <laughs> we really take some the shit mommies, and flip and The tumble. mommies who um, flip and tumble that hairdo, they were killing it. Me, Black I Black China won. I gotta go watch Black China. Black China and whoever created that one that turned into like um, like a meme that was like all the random shit. I gotta see that one. It was but like about saw, three Kims. It was Kim three times. It was like when I saw, Latoya, um, Latoya Jackson. When <laughs> I saw when I saw my my sisters doing that DMX challenge, I said black women are unmatched. Yeah, white women could never. The way we flip our hair, girl, from the pink to the blue, we'll have braids, a short do, a silk press, a, a natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do it all. It's like I'm like a okay. bun. Hey. She would. That's 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 that thing that people are like. Oh, my nigga want to see new people. Nigga, here flip you the go. Hair, Period. Hair, she's a new the girl. Bitch. Then somebody did it to the to the wrong part of the song. What? Somebody said you did the wrong part of the song. You fucking idiot. I'm <gasps> like, okay, you guys are mean on the internet. It's just uh, anyway. Anywho, yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was a tea this week. Really. I mean, nothing, nothing really. Just shits and giggles. Yeah. I laughed this week. So I like when I can laugh at the internet. Sometimes, the um some weeks the internet is heavy. Some weeks is full of comedy, comedic relief. So that's what we got this week, comedy. We except for the people thing. that cut up too much with the chicken sandwiches. The pop, Yeah, the Popeyes took an unexpected turn. Yeah. So what's not going to take, actually what did take an unexpected turn, because you girls came and showed up and showed out, honey. We, we dragged you last week. This week, you're riding in the car with us. Yes. So it's time to go on another guilt trip. But we're putting on trip. the child proof lock, because y'all ain't don't yes. to get out. You're not getting out. <laughs> this is your stop. So, um, rating and reviewing the show is very, very important. Did we go up on the charts this week? No. Um, oh. Unfortunately, we didn't go up because the ladies met the minimum requirement. But in order oh. to go up, we, we need you guys to, to show up exceed. and out. So, if you want to help us go up on the charts, you got to really have everyone. <laughs> we got to really have everyone submit. On board. Their rating and their review. Everyone has to get you on board. You know what I'm saying? I understand. So this is the thing, ladies. This is important. The ratings and reviews help us get more notoriety. Yeah. Period. Okay. We need to be seen, honey. We need this to be on the This is solely scene. for personal gain. That's but it. Also, it, it helps. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to <laughs> sugarcoat it, but it really helps the podcast gain visibility. Coupled with making us feel great when you guys leave your sweet, kind words. Yeah. That too, who doesn't like the little ego stroked? Us. We like our stroked. stroked. So we have a goal stroked of getting to- me? 
1,000 ratings and reviews by December. We're well on our way. How many ratings and reviews do we have today? We have 748. 748. Okay. So that means we're about 252 away. Perfect. The math there was excellent. I She's love getting better. You, I love the way you came She's in She's getting that. better, yeah. Great subtraction there. Yeah. So this is the thing. We need you girls to show up, show out. Come hard this week. Come hard. Show us what the fuck you're made show of. Us what you're show me what you got, pretty lady. Yeah, show us what you're working with. So what are we doing? Who Who's ready? Let's I mean, review do our reading. review of the week. Um, let's see. Intentionally me. He's She's, intentional. She was intentional. She says, it's about time. Mm-hmm. Which lets me know that. You've been here before. <laughs> You've been here. <laughs> You've been here. She says, it's been too long and I just figured out how to write a review. And we can help you with that. If mm-hmm. you're struggling, we can assist with directing. I just want to thank you ladies for sharing your creative space with the community because this podcast is exactly what I needed in my life. You ladies have me laughing, really thinking about my self-care and having intentional energy as well as reading me to filth, but it comes from a genuine loving place. I love this podcast and recommend it to any and everyone in my circle. Thank you and keep being great. Yay. Thanks. Thanks, intentional. Intentional me. Yes. Thank you. So another way for you to support the podcast is by um, making a monetary, a small monetary contribution um, via Patreon. Patreon. And you can do that monthly. Uh, we have a lot of bonus content over there. We try to update our feed regularly so you guys are staying engaged with us. Mm-hmm. There are a couple tiers to choose one. So just head on over to Patreon. Select the tier that most resonates with you and will meet your needs. And we're going to get it cracking over there. Yes, the affirmations um, episode audio affirmations and visual affirmations are the next thing dropping. So next thing dropping, if so that's your thing, there. which... It needs to be your thing. Yeah. Slide over. Okay, let's shout out our patrons, our mm-hmm. new patrons for this week. Kasani. Hey, Hi, boo. Kasani. Kiki. Kiki. Now, this one's a little, I hope I'm saying this one right. Chrissy Onyx. I think that's it. Cr- Chrissy, Chrissy Onyx. Onyx. Hey, Chrissy Onyx must be a popular name. Chrissy Onyx. We had someone named Onyx last week, right? Maybe. Maybe this is a baby. <laughs> we have Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Aaliyah. Hey, Aaliyah. A-A. And Tabria. And Tabria. Hey, Tabria. It is the A-L-A-L-I-Y-A-A-A-L-I-Y-A-H. God damn. The butcher. That's because Aaliyah's sick-ass family needs to allow her music to be on Apple Music. Who is it? They need to allow her. I think she just said the A-L-I-Y-A-H. No, no, she didn't say that. She said it's the L-I-Y-A-H. Okay, she said Leah. That makes sense. It is L-Y. And her family has got to allow us to listen to the music so that stuff like this cannot happen. Whenever I want to listen to Aaliyah's self-titled, you know, the one with the A the on red. it. Oh, that was a banger. I just go on YouTube and just let it play. You know, oh. somebody has it. Lit. Every now and again, I'll get in the vibe. But you can't do nothing on your phone when you're on YouTube. I'll put it on the laptop. Okay, so you got to be in the hear, comfort I'm of your home. I'm sick of the loose rap, rap, rap. Got to be mm-hmm. in the comfort of your own home. Yeah. Okay. Um... Well, all right. So, yes, that is a way that you can support us here at the Black Girl Bravado. We also have support for you all. So yeah. A support group of some sort in the Facebook group. Oh, yeah, that's a major it's support It's turned group. into somewhat of a support group. So, at the Black Girl Bravado Podcast Homegirl Hangout, that's where you can garner the support of your fellow sisters. We have happy hours being formed, meetups, mm-hmm. um, advice. Yeah, tons of advice. Dish and tea on the episodes. Mm-hmm. Sharing of businesses. Yes. Um, which the promote, we've been slacking on that, but it's coming back this week. 
So yeah, if you have any questions, if you need advice, if you want tips, tricks, whatever the fuck, um, get connect with your sisters, Over mingle there. with your sisters. They're there for you. You can join us at the Facebook, um, the, the Black Facebook Girl Group, yeah, the Black, the Black Girl, Girl Bravado Podcast, Podcast Homegirl Home Hangout. Get in there, connect, do your thing, and we'll see y'all when we see y'all. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this week, oh, no, last week. Oh, 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 yeah, that's my part. Yeah. So last week on the episode was episode 110, gassed up, shoddy, are you being <laughs> gaslit? <laughs> gassed up, shoddies, and I need my party to get to the party. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we were talking about being gaslit. So in last week's episode, we chatted about a sneaky form of abuse that um usually is used to control motherfuckers. Yes. Gaslighting, right? So we covered the different gaslighting techniques, how to identify if you're being gaslit, and offered some tips and suggestions to help you overcome that shit. It's not easy, but we're we're getting tools together. Yes. We're getting tools to make sure that ain't nobody taking a, our gas is off. Period. Can't even turn the heat on in this bitch. Because the energy, gas, whatever company has come in and shut shit down. Yeah. L-A-D-W-P. Shut it down. Everybody has. Some people have PG&E, L-A-D-W-P. Whatever is in your hood, they can't. Yeah. Department of Water and Power. That's whatever. Yeah. Whatever you use, just tell them to turn it off. So, yeah. The girlfriends found that episode useful or entertaining, one or the other. We like them both. I think it was entertaining for sure. Useful, entertaining. Yeah. We told y'all about the time we got gaslit and had to fucking let these niggas know. That'll be the first and last time that you yeah. turn the gas up on light flame to my ass. <laughs> hey, that's this is where it stops. The buck stops here. here. So, yeah. So, this week. So, after we stopped dropping roll and put out these fires. Yeah. You guys were entertained. And so, yeah. Hopefully, um, you guys continue to share the episodes when entertained and informed. You know what to do. You know so what the fuck week, going on. This week. This week. So, um, while perusing the internet, we stumbled across a meme mm-hmm. that we thought was worth discussing today here on the show. It kind of stopped me in my tracks a little because I'm like, hmm, I've heard. So, what we're talking about today, right? <laughs> right. What what we what we're talking about today is toxic monogamy. Mm-hmm. So, I've heard about toxic and I've heard about monogamy, but I've never seen the two coupled together so in I'm a relationship. Like, oh, I wonder if the girlfriends know about this, mm-hmm. or is it something that the girlfriends would like to hear about? Yeah. So, so what is toxic monogamy? So basically, toxic monogamy displays signs of codependency, which manifests in ways that have different toxic outcomes. So yeah. um, a lot of the time, society paints a picture of like what a monogamous relationship should look like. Mm-hmm. And we all know that everybody's relationship varies. It's not cookie cutter. Yes. But because we're taught and conditioned and we believe that things have to be one way to be right, it can create some toxicity. Yeah. Toxic. And toxic. Monog- no day party. This is the real deal. <laughs> the toxic okay? day party. Yeah. You know how it is. Yeah. But it's hard to sometimes identify what toxic monogamy looks like for you or around you because society has kind of, like you said, normalized it. And it's like, this is my one true love. I'm supposed to go through hell and high water to be with them. Yeah. There's supposed to be struggle, it's which a po- right. I always say, like, you know, it's cool if shit is hard, shouldn't be an ordeal. But that's what it'll be riddled and coupled in like struggle. It it could be hard to differentiate between hard and ordeal sometimes because people say love is blind and it'll take, take over your mind. What you think is love is truly not. You need to elevate and find love is blind. It's blind. But, wow, that was such a hard. Ooh, that video. It was hard. I don't even know you when I hate you. <laughs> it was hard. Stop. 
We were too young. Too young. Too young to, to be, be subjected that. to that. God damn, Eve. But anyway, um, because a lot of the times we see like people kind of glorifying the struggle a little bit. Like, you know, it's not easy and you're worth it. Ugh. <laughs> I sound um, like uh, E-40 or somebody. Like, ugh. <laughs> we can begin to think that this is normal, right? But we're here to say that it's not. It's not normal. Yes, it can be challenging because all things have a little bit of challenge to them. Yeah. But it does not need to be toxic. And we're not saying that that uh, the the relationship, like you said, it won't be difficult. Sometimes it's okay for you to work through the hard times. Definitely. Not saying just completely do the jump out the window, the dive out. No, the, um, absolutely not. What is that called when you jump from a plane? The skydive. Sky we don't want you to do that without the parachute. We don't want you to just jump out. Like, oh, it's hard. I got to go. This is not no. it. It's toxic. Yeah, this is toxic monogamy. Yeah. <laughs> We're not saying that. We're not, not at all. We're just saying be able to decipher when it's just something that's not fucking working. Yeah. And something that may be a challenge to stretch you to grow because relationships <laughs> definitely Period. do help us grow. And we're not here to judge. We're not. To judge free We zone. have no room. Trust. <laughs> we have no room. Trust. So this is what the meme said. Just to give you an idea mm-hmm. of what the meme said. So the meme, this meme came from Tumblr somewhere, the original person. Nan King Decade, I don't know. I don't know if that's the original. You know Tumblr, people repost, I know. Yeah. so you never know who the source is. The originator. It gets if you know the originator, tumble. tag them. Yeah, we're not taking credit for hey, this. Hey, originator. We don't want the originator coming saying, hey, I created Originators. That. Um. So anyway, we'll just go through like what they say that toxic monogamy is, what toxic monogamy culture can look like. So the first thing they said is that Toxic monogamy is the normalization of jealousy as an indicator of love. Mm -hmm. We see this a lot. We do. When men or women, whoever you're dating, um, are controlling, um, maybe they're hacking your phone, maybe they're monitoring who you're hanging out with, everything you're doing is saying... They're tracking every move. The nutcase. Stop right there. Thank you very much. <laughs> and they're like, I'm doing this because I love you, because I care about you. Yeah. I care about your well-being. I don't want you out here getting hurt. Have you ever been with someone who was like that, like really controlling? Oh, um. You like know super what? jealous, like mm. you look at someone too long. I've I've only really seen that manifest in movies, thankfully. Yeah, I've never had that. I've never had that, but I have people where they try to tell you, under the assumption of like, I love you, I care about you when you're, especially when you're younger and they're older, mm. then they want to like guide you like, yo, my nigga, just let me, let me go. I know better because I'm older than you. Yeah. Or like, babe, no, you shouldn't be doing that because trust me. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. hold up. Sometimes I've seen, I've, I've felt it like that, yeah. but not in a controlling where it's like, and this could be me saying it's not unhealthy because of toxic monogamy. See, I don't know. I can see how it can be easily misconstrued. Yeah, because you like, might be like, they have my this best person interest. Cares about me, especially especially with the older, younger dynamic. That's a sticky one. So, have you? You say no? No, I haven't. Okay, thankfully. Y'all, let us know if y'all have. Okay, so it also says the idea that a sufficiently intense love is enough to overcome any practical incapa- incompatibilities. Mm. Now, ladies, this looks like ignoring the red flags. Yes. The signs that really show up like, yeah, no, we really probably aren't a match. The signs. Signs. Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces. Oh, yes. the signs. You're just ignoring them, right? And also maybe even trying to fix people after you've ignored the signs. Like, well, we can make it work because. Because I love them so much. Yeah. And the love will be enough. Yeah. To suffice and overcome. 
ain't any other like, areas that aren't quite right. Ain't nothing like somebody telling you, I love you so much. You don't even know how much I love you. I want to know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I do. I need you to write it down. I make need it to plenty. know how much you love me. Yeah. It's crazy. Have you ignored some? Everything's going to be coupled, followed with up with. Have you ever? Yes, I have. Have you ever? Yeah, I've definitely ignored red flags. Mm -hmm. Because like sometimes we talked about how you get presented with the bouquet of red flags. Yeah. And sometimes it's like you can ignore the red flags because sometimes you just want to be with someone. Mm. Sometimes you think the red flags aren't that big of a deal. Like it might sometimes, seem like. Sometimes they look pink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. they look pink. They don't look a bright carnation. red. <laughs> yeah. It look like a carnation, a little lily. And it's like, you know, that's okay. That's not really going to bother me. But yeah. then as time goes on, it's like, yeah, that's actually something that I'm not cool with. Yes. It's actually something that's a deal breaker that I thought that I can deal with. And actually I can't. And actually I can't. So yeah. it's definitely happened. And the sick part is when somebody's like, no, nah, it's not a deal breaker. We could, we could work through this. We could fight through this because our love. I love you so much that you don't got to worry about that. And then it comes back around and bites you in the ass on the tail end. And it's like, you know what? I shouldn't. I, sh I should bit the tail end better. on the, bit the tail end on the tail end. Now you got bite marks on your ass. Mm-hmm. What's up? What's, what's goody? Damn it. You know, these relationships. I've done they the don't trying come to fix people. They don't come with a manual. Mm-mm. Nothing does. Like a Build-A-Bear? Like what? The Build-A-Bear? What about it? Like a Build-A-Nigga? <laughs> with the fix? You say you're trying a, to fix. Oh, I was like, that comes with a manual? <laughs> I've tried to fix people, you know, like, oh, well, I'm going to be the one to help him we think move that him along. Like, because the, type the refining. Of, the type of woman that I am. The type of woman that she is. Yeah. She's a good woman. Exactly. I've done that. And then you just later find out you, only God can fix them, Lord Jesus. And they have to want to fix themselves. That too. Shoot. Okay. So the next point, mm -hmm. the idea that you should meet your partner's every need. And if you don't, you're either inadequate or they're too needy. Now, this one would definitely be a automatic toxic for me Uh huh. because you're to every time we say toxic, I think about that Britney Spears song. You're toxic. I'm taking the of your lips. Yeah. So like if someone's like heavily dependent on me, mm -hmm. I feel suffocated. Like I don't want to meet your every need. Yeah. I want you to be cool. And, you know, I'm just an addition to your life. We add to each other's life. But yeah. I do not. I don't like the codependency. Like, don't be code. Like, when people be like, I can't live. I can't go on without you. I like, can't I, breathe without I can't. You. Like, what am I supposed to do? I don't live. fucking know. Live. Go on without me. P please. That's not cute. That's not a turn on or attractive to me. Like, I don't want you to. I don't want you telling me. Like, I don't want that power. I don't want to feel like you can't go on without me. Yeah. Oh, pardon me, ladies. It's been a long day. Go on. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Go on. And I guess the idea is also the inadequacy. Like, damn, see, you can't even do what I ask you to do. Yeah. You can't even do. All I ask you to do is, hold on, nigga. And that's when you feel, they make you feel like you're not a good partner. Yeah. Like, you do everything else. You cooking, cleaning, popping pussy, but you just don't watch sports. Or something, you know, something yeah. small. It's like, dog, I can't, I'm not supposed to be able to meet all your needs. I'm supposed to be, like you said, an addition to your life. And the other things, you work on fulfilling them for yourself. Period. And feel whole and complete that way. Yeah, that way. Um, Because people have these irrational, illogical things that they want you to fulfill. And it's like, that's not even what I need. I shouldn't even have to do that. Yeah, I've dealt with that in my day. And like, it shouldn't determine like how solid or good the relationship is either. 
That's true, but we're going to get there. Yeah. So uh, another point is the toxic monogamy culture looks like the idea that a sufficiently intense love should cause you to cease to be attracted to anyone else. That means like, yo, once you witness with me, Helen Keller, Ray Charles, to you any other fine other nigga. Bad bitches. No, the Ray Charles. How do you feel about that? If I'm being honest. Because that's what we do here. I've had some issues with this. Oh, really? No, you know what? You know what? The issue wasn't the fact that you were attracted. It's, it's the acting act on. on the, the attraction. On. Yeah, the act on. That's when it becomes toxic. Yeah. No, but if but Actually, if your partner makes you feel like you can, yeah, if your partner makes you feel like you can't even be attracted to someone, like I want to be able to say, oh, he's fine, because I do toss out when people are fine. Like, yeah, that's you do, fun. especially Big Sean. And I'm like, he's fine as fuck. He's fine. I mean, I'm not gonna do nothing. I'm just acknowledging but, that you know, he's fine. Mm-mm-mm. You think that's wrong? I don't think it's wrong, but I feel like you have to know your partner because men internalize way different because then they'll be like oh she thinks he's fine i don't look like that i feel like women i think women will be too like for instance the woman um one of our girlfriends who slid in our dms who said that she doesn't think her partner is cheating on her but he's always sending like bbws or like you know thick Mm -hmm. mommies Mm -hmm. um to his friends and she's a slim tender Mm -hmm. so you know it's like is that what you really like and i think that's why you have to be careful you got to know your partner because you don't want to you don't want to build an insecurity by just being hella vocal like yeah i think that's cool like i should be able to be like ooh, it's touchy because i don't even know if i would be comfortable and maybe that's the toxic monogamy that's the part that makes it so you toxic you'll be comfortable with expressing that you're attracted to someone else being like oh yeah especially a regular ass nigga that seems accessible, that changes the dynamic I completely. I feel like me. it's a double standard because men can be like, oh, she's fine, she bad. And then the girl would be like, you she know, is. they can dish tea with their girl like she is bad. Yeah, her, she got, she looks good. Because I feel like a lot bomb. of times women can see the beauty in another woman if they don't feel threatened. Like, oh yeah, she's, she's beat. She's fucking together, period. And it'll end there. But if the person, it seems like obtainable, then yeah, I don't want to hear you telling me the regular, like, no. I think that could when go. When you say obtainable, do you mean like someone off the street or like somebody that you know? Somebody off the street. Okay, so celebrities, someone that's not a celebrity. To a degree, somebody who seems Basically. like... Ah, it's diff- I know that I Because probably, I know that some people, like, they'll be walking down the street and, it'll, and he'll be, and the guy would be like, babe, look at her ass, her ass. I think that that, because that's a, that's a specific, isolated um character like that's a physical attribute that everybody likely can see that's just making the obvious known you know like if you see somebody with a big ass you just basically stating what's obvious like dang babe she had a big ass when huh? um we were taught when i was talking to um when o'shea was talking one time remember when he was like yeah me and my wife maybe it was at the, the I don't workshop I, yeah. I went to but he was like yeah me and my wife we walk down the street all the time and I'll see a woman that looks attractive and I'll say you look really good today ma'am and then my wife you looking really good like you working it whatever and he was like and then my wife will follow up with yes she yes you do yes you do so yeah, I feel I like it's that a takes some maturity thing. it's a maturity thing yeah and you know what? And that's okay. Recognize the beauty in people and seeing that that's a health. That's probably that's a healthy, healthy tactic. But I think because we've been conditioned that which makes it toxic. Is we're supposed to be like you need to just be attracted to me. Focus on me. Don't be having no wandering eyes. Focus on me. So I think I can um get. I think I can work on that. However, yeah. it needs to end at the attraction <laughs> at the at the compliment. At, and you know, and then the compliments even get a little sketchy because you know how we be as women. 
if he keeps sliding in that DM with compliment, it's like now okay, your no, nigga that, thirsty. No, 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 because you you know people would be like, her man is always in my DM this complimenting me, commenting on my stuff. This is the issue. When you're with your partner, then we clearly know the lines, the boundaries. Now, if you sliding in the DMs all the time, get out of my DMs. Okay, so Social. DMs are where we draw the line. I think. I mean. Because I mean, it could be the it could be the the medium they choose to express the attraction without acting, without the action. Then put me in the group, so <laughs> I can follow up and say, "Babe, you are so right. All her pictures are so nice." Then they might think you're trying to run a little threesome. And that's the thing, you know, with this one, with this one, I can say if this is what toxic monogamy is, I'm toxic as fuck. Because you know what? If he, if you're sliding in DMs, I'm not a fan. Yeah, no, it'll go zero to a hundred real quick. Real quick. I'm not a fan of the sliding DM because I know how women think. If someone's sliding in my DMs, I'm thinking he's liking what he's seeing and he's attracted. And he, if I, hey baby, if I give him the green light, then my it, crush, it's my a go. crush. Yeah, but maybe that's just me gassing it up. I don't know. Gaslight, shoddy. <laughs> <laughs> what else is tea? Um. Okay. So the next, um, another way, um, that toxic monogamy can be displayed is the idea that commitment is synonymous with exclusivity. Mm. So this kind of encompasses the whole monogamish. Yeah, we took Shambuti's quiz mm -hmm. and we both got that we're modern monogamous. However, there were so many other different um, yeah. things you could have gotten. Serial dater. Serial dater. Um, a traditional monogam monogamy. Swinger, whatever, you know. And mm -hmm. so... Here, what they're saying, what I think they're saying, at least, is that you can be committed to someone and not be exclusive. That's true. So like just, because, just because I'm committed to you doesn't mean that I can't that I can't be committed to somebody else, basically. Yeah. And my commitment doesn't have to be formed in exclusivity. Like, it's just me and you. It's just me. So I think the way this becomes to toxic is not just saying that if you're monogamous, if you're monogamous, that you should be having multiple people. I think the idea with this being toxic is saying that that's the only way to be. Like, you can only be monogamous instead of being um, accepting or open to other possible types of relationships. If it works for you. If it works for if you. If it works for you, yeah. But be with toxic monogamy, it's like, this is the only way to be in a good relationship. Yeah. Like, one person. Now, if it doesn't work for you, I can say that I don't think it will work for me. Yeah. Because I think, oh, I know. Exclusive and committed, committed be synonymous with me. Those are my middle name. Yes. Germany exclusive committed Manny. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I Brittany, don't think I, I want you do. exclusive and committed. Exclusive. My mind automatically starts going into exclusive. I don't think I can be a hot girl. My mind automatically starts going to exclusive committed. I can't do the open relationship. Even if it was like me and one other person, I could not. Personally. So you couldn't do like. Like me, like two girlfriends. Mm-mm. I know I couldn't either. No. People say that helps the home run better because think about it. Like, you're not the only one cooking. You're not the only one cleaning. You're not what the only. What if don't live together, though? Well, most of them do. Oh, really? Like a triple? Yeah. I, at least with the polyamory, like, they really, like, do life together. Yeah. I don't know about the open. I think the open relationship may be separate. The open relationship is like, I can have a boyfriend on the side or a girlfriend or hook up or do whatever I want to do. They're not necessarily just... combined. Yeah. Yeah, the polyamorous. Separate but equal. Yeah, it's like the sister but with wife. The, yes, we're yeah. one family. Ooh, that could get sticky. But I'm saying, I can see how it can be helpful, you know, lightening the load. The shared responsibility. You doing the dishes tonight, sis, wife? I think. 
sis wife. You got the dishes and I got the dick. Okay, good. Say less. Hey, sissy wife. <laughs> sissy wifey. Say less. No, ugh, see, that, that's a lot for me. I think it depends. She would have to be cool as fuck. But then that means y'all all would have to be fucking each other, huh? I don't know. I think you create your own terms. Like okay. if you want it to be a a, a, a separate, if you want to do it all together, what I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's like one strict way. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever works for the family. <laughs> Keep the family first. I would probably want to do separate. Like tonight I got him. <laughs> Feeling a little horny tonight. It's my turn. I have him Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You have him Tuesdays, Thursday, Saturday, Saturday. and on Sunday we rest. rest. <laughs> we keep the Sabbath, the Sabbath holy, girl. There's no popping of pee yeah. on the S. Everyone rest on everyone, Sundays. Everyone rest their genitalia. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, whatever works for you. Yeah, whatever but you But thinking like, that only like. monogamy is the only way to be in a successful relationship is when it becomes toxic is what I believe that they're trying to say. Okay. Another, um, another fucking aspect of toxic monogamy culture is the idea that marriage and children are the only valid teleological justifications for being in a committed or being committed to a relationship so this is the idea you know how you see people and you're like you only serious once you married you only single till you're married yeah you only serious once you have kids like right um, actually no it's not true i'm serious when i said i was serious that's when it became serious you know i have a co-worker um who has like kids by a man mm -hmm. and she doesn't want to be married at all which mm -hmm. is definitely a shift on even marriage you know she's yeah. like yeah no i don't want to and it doesn't make their relationship any less valid right um because so are not, they in a relationship they're just not married or is that just her baby daddy no they're in a relationship they've been in a relationship he likes the idea of marriage and wants to be married she does not and she's expressed that like i don't want to be married she wants to have a family with him they're having their second child doesn't want the marriage got it and I, I know that someone else at work in passing we were talking about something and they were like yeah i'd love to see like a couple who's married or who's married and have children and i'm like but that's not the only way what does she mean she'll love to see a couple that's married we were talking about like or he whoever said uh, she said it okay. she was saying it like that's the ideal way for her which there are that is an ideal way but pushing that narrative basically debunks what other people might be doing and makes it seem like it's less important or less validating mm -hmm. because they're not married. You know, it's like, well, you shouldn't probably be having kids. And I know we can go biblical and take it back there. Right. But we're saying we're living in a modern society, y'all. And that's not and everyone's whatever belief. whatever works for you, right. That's not everyone's beliefs either. And this person happens to be Christian. And that's this part kills me about religion. Mm -hmm. When people take their religious views, whatever they are, Christian, Catholic, Buddhist, whatever, and they try to project them onto everybody else like that's everybody's belief. Right. If you are religious and you subscribe to an organized religion, keep your own ideals based on your religion to your fucking self and live them out in your life. Life, right. That's it. I'm not being harsh because y'all know where I stand, but she's a little liberal. Live out your life and do whatever you want to do. Uh, same. That's it. Don't be like, hey, you need to be married. And that's what you, that's what your religion says I need to exactly. do. Exactly. Mine probably doesn't. Yeah. You don't know what other people got going on. And to assume it's Makes an ass out sick. of you and me. Yeah. And I hate it when my mom used to say that. I'm like, oh, yeah, shut up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So also what toxic monogamy culture look like looks like is the idea that your insecurities are always your partner's responsibility to tiptoe around and never your responsibility to work on. Mm. Look, let's sit here and have a conversation. Oh, 
I oh. just wanted to be dramatic, honestly, yeah. truly. It was. But this is when, like, your um your partner was like, I'm depressed and I need you instead of trying to figure out how to heal from the depression. Yeah. Will said that about him and Jada. That's a very, um like, pretty, pretty big aspect of their relationship. They had to stop looking to each other to make each other happy mm-hmm. and be happy on their own. That's why they do separate vacations. She doesn't do the shit that he likes to do all the time because it doesn't make her happy. And he doesn't do the shit that she likes to do. He travels and does all that. And she don't like to do all of that. Yeah. And he, they recognized that once they made themselves happy and fixed their own shit, then they could show up for each other. Yeah. And I, and I think that's great. And I can see how somebody's like insecurities being your burden can cause you to have to walk on eggshells because it's like, I don't want to do anything that's going to make this person flip or, or trigger their them insecurity off or trigger their insecurity. Like it's not a place of comfort and safety. I.e. saying a person's attractive. Like you should be able to say, I think that person's attractive without your without mate your being, mate being like, does that mean that you don't think I'm attractive? Yeah. Like, oh, so what you like that about her? What you like? about Right. Her? So you don't like me when it's like, I it's like not, you. Period. And that person that is person's still attractive. attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you're sparking their insecurity up. Because they don't, they may not necessarily feel like they're attractive, so that triggered them. Yeah, triggered. Okay. Okay. Here we go. The idea that your um that your value to a partner is directly proportional to the amount of time and energy they spend on you, and it is in zero sum competition with everything else they value in life. Now, y'all, this is this is the biggie. This is this is tough for people who see time as their love language. This one can go left real fast if you don't have like grace with your partner in other areas of your life. Yeah. Um she she's experienced this firsthand. Yeah, like if you don't give this person time, then that's it. Like really like time time. We're doing time time. 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 <laughs> um then anything else that you do in the relationship is null, null and, and void. void. It does not matter because they see like time as the end all be all. Yeah. But it's irrational sometimes. That can be like I have some like we have work. Don't have a passion project or a hobby. No, don't have friends. Don't have friends. Don't have family. Don't have anything. Don't anything else that could any that anytime takes away from the relationship. Trump doing something with them or spending time with them. Time time. Time time. Time time. Bum bum. That can be taxing on a person. It's yeah. Like, damn. I, I, and then you're stuck trying to weigh, like... Trying to weigh. And then this is when... I think this kind of ties into this um, thing that um, I saw. Okay. Saying that basically you're putting the relationship first. Now, I can see how this can be toxic because, yes, we are taught... I know that I've been heard the messaging over and over again that your relationship comes first. Yeah. Especially... Even over your friends. Especially, Ugh. I think more so when it's like a husband. Yeah. Um... And, you know, this is subjective. Put that woman first. first. This is subjective. Everybody's going to do what, they're, what they want to do. But I can say that I've definitely seen this play out in a toxic way. And that's what we're speaking on today. Toxic. Toxicity. So when you are in a um, when you're in this relationship comes first mindset and it plays out in a toxic way. That's when it's like the relationship takes precedence over everything, mm-hmm. no matter what. So that means your friends, your family, even if we've only been dating for two weeks. Now, fuck the friends and the family that you had before it's we were dating. Me. It's all about me. Fuck whatever you have to do that's outside of the relationship. You're preaching to the choir. Because the relationship needs to come first. You need to sacrifice because the relationship. Because we're building. You need to say, forget your friends and your family because... 
the relationship. And may, we're not saying the complete fuck your friends and family, but to the capacity of the you relationship. You can say fuck your friends and family because it can turn into isolation. Yeah, the, fir- if the you relationship have the, If you have the first. toxic mindset that you're right, my relationship does come before everything else. And I do need to say fuck these people. You can start saying fuck these people. Easy. Yeah. Especially if you, we want the, a lot of times, duh, we want the relationship to work. We want to stay in a relationship. We want to build. So where's my question is, where's the balance? Where can we find the balance between, yes, the relationship, yes, friends, yes, family, yes, where's, passion projects. And where's the balance or where's the idea that there's space for all of it? And it, at some point, the relationship will be first that day. The friends might be first that day. The passion project might be first that day. The family might be first that day. It's not always the relationship. Relationship. And some that's the sick part is when it's like, oh, I want to do with this this with you, so you need to not do that with anybody else because I want to do that with you. We need to adopt the idea that all of the commitments are equally important. My commitment to you is just as important as my commitments to my friend, yeah, they're and equally my family, good. and my and the other things that I'm I'm taking part in, yeah. So that you know, we feel like there's no pressure from either side. You know how I feel like niggas or people, whoever, because this might be a woman dealing with this, yeah. Try to um prioritize but the priorities always have to fall in line of like religion uh relationship family it's always the same order of priorities and if you have your priorities switched around a little different i'm using priorities loosely then it's like oh what's wrong with you right i think there should be room for the priorities to switch sometimes that's what I'm like saying. it shouldn't always have to be this is the order and that's it right I, and and you know the priorities in your life are the priorities in your life. For me, maybe every Sunday I don't feel like going to church. For some people, that's a priority on Sunday, no matter what. If I stay out on Saturday night, probably won't make it. <laughs> Doesn't negate the fact that it's still a priority to me. It's just not a priority that day. That that weekend. That weekend, I didn't make it. Yeah. Period. The only thing that I have to do is go to work because can't miss too many of those days. Yeah. I don't I have a choice. One there. of the rigid ones. Yeah. But, but I'll else, still do a sick day. And when I feel and it like won't be it, your priority that day. Period. Because the fl- the priorities can flip flop. Bum bum. Flip flip. <laughs> we gotta figure out how to put that into this. The bum bum. Yeah, I'm pretty ready. You better get that thumper. Better get okay, come on. Better get your bitch. She get bum bum. Yeah. However you want to put it in. Bum bum. <laughs> okay, is it me next? The last one, yes. No, it's on you. Oh, it's on me? It's on you, baby. That's, okay, yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. So the very last um, idea of what a toxic monogamy culture can mean is the idea that being a value to a partner should always make up a large chunk of how you value yourself. Yes. This relationship is everything to me. What's on The Monica. That? You're everything oh, okay. to me. Um, with no relationship, there's no me. I Like, I'm worthless because I'm not in a relationship or because nobody values me, so I don't value myself. This is why we have to have self-worth outside of a relationship. Period. You got to come in whole. You got to come in whole. You got to leave whole. Whole. You got to be whole at all times. Whole. A whole hole. Whole. <laughs> holy, <laughs> holy, holy, holy. A whole, whole, whole in a way, in a good way. Yeah. Whole is used in a good way here. We do. Yeah, it's important. So I think ultimately the way that we create healthy monogamous relationships, given that monogamy is your thing, if it's not healthy relationships, period healthy romantic relationships is to let go and let flow create, yes. create the dynamic that you want for yourself whole space for all of it 
Yeah, or none figure of out it. what works for you. Take what works and leave what doesn't. Yeah. Some of these things that we said, maybe it's like, you, I need you to not express attraction. Yeah. You know, I, I don't like that. Which comes but down to communication. Definitely. Mm -hmm. But don't feel like because of the societal pressures and what society says is monogamy and the way to do it. If you're not doing it that way, that something is wrong. That is when it becomes toxic. And we're here to tell you. With the lips tight like a black woman. <laughs> we're mama. here to tell you that that's wrong. <laughs> yeah that's true we're here to tell you that that's wrong all of our relationships are going to look different and honestly we just need to stop giving a fuck and we need to stop weighing in on other people's shit this right I'm now guilty what we're doing i mean myself i weigh in on other people's shit sometimes not my friends because i love it <laughs> i'm saying if you're in conversation with somebody or you mean like dish and tea that way in i was talking about the dish and tea vibe you know, we all we all. I'm just waiting. saying when somebody shares something. Okay, with you. yes. If somebody comes to you as a safe space and they want to like express some feelings and the way they look at relationships varies from the way you look at them, then leave them alone. Then close your trap. Yeah, leave them alone unless they're doing something bad, harmful, harmful, harmful. Detrimental. Bad is subjective. Detrimental. Yeah. Life or death. Yes. So yeah, that's all on that. That's all on that. Okay, so um. Now it's time to pick up your pen. We're dropping a gem. gem. So the gem this week is a Laneige lip balm that I stumbled upon at Sephora. It's the Laneige Glowy Lip Balm. Listen, listen, ladies. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. First of all, the um, I've been using Carmex for most of my life. Mm -hmm. That's my go-to. But sometimes I use some other things. But the number one ingredient in a lot of the lip balms is petroleum. And that's not good for your lips. And it also dries your lips out. Mm. So I was like really on a hunt for something that was hydrating and moisturizing for my lips. Something that didn't have petroleum. Um, and so I was at Sephora getting my Fenty liners. Yes. Which is another gem. And I stumbled upon the Laneige Lip Glowy Balm. So listen. Listen to this. It is free of sulfates, parabens, and phthalates. I think that's how you say that. Phthalates. This is good. Yeah, this is some good shit. Like, it's good. I I got the grapefruit one. Please listen to me when I tell you, if you're in the market for something to keep your lips hydrated, moisturized, and plump looking, mm. this brand Laneige they have like a sleep sleep lip mask. Um, they're really popular for their lip products, and this lip glowy balm leaves nothing left to the imagination. So. Oh wow, the freaky deaky. It has shea butters in it. You are good. Um, it has some good stuff. Oh. I wouldn't steer you all wrong. Get it and then let me know what you think. Yeah. Okay. So that's the gym for this week. Sounds good. Um, The girlfriend gag this week will be put on hold until you guys send one in. We're waiting on you all to send us <gasps> in a girlfriend gag. Yes. Yeah. So until you send a girlfriend gag, there will be, be no, no gag. Ga period. Gag amongst yourselves. And you can send us your questions, your comments, and concerns to contact at theblackgirlbravado.com. And with your permission, we'll share them here on the show. Yeah, because we know everything y'all don't want to talk about. And y'all be taking a lot of shit in that group. That's the new girlfriend gag. We might have to just eliminate this yeah, segment, huh? Yeah, possibly. Y'all let, let us know. know. Maybe, if you want us to eliminate. No, we probably don't have to eliminate. We'll just dish it when you want it. When, it's, when something comes in. But a lot of y'all have been going to the group for your sisters to weigh in. And they and, give great advice, and it's like we don't need to. We don't need to add on more. Yeah, so we don't need to speak when we don't need to speak when they're not when we're not being spoken, spoken to. to. Yeah. So yeah, we'll 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 play it by ear for okay. right now. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. We'll see y'all next week. We will. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>